Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of Binge Chicks. Three? Episode four? Four! Episode four! Whoa, how did we get here? Time We've travel! So far. It's amazing. Um, episode four of Binge Chicks. Binge Chicks. We are wrapping up The Office. Yep. And as you heard last week, if you haven't listened to last week, go listen to last week. We were in the car. We took Binge Chicks on the road. Yep. To Portland, Maine, where we saw Creed Bratton live. Yeah. Who is obviously Creed Bratton from The Office. Yes. Which is so cool. Um, we had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. He was amazing. Yeah. He was pretty much everything we dreamed he was going to be. He was funny. Mm-hmm. Which I think we knew he was going to be funny. Yeah. I think being in his presence in general was awesome. It was really <laughs> cool. I think I always kind of needed to be in the same room as Creed Bratton and didn't I, I think- realize it. Everyone does. Mm. Having seen him, I think everyone does. Yep. He was, he made some really funny, awesome, awesome office references. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. He brought up some different characters. He had a song. He made all of us sing the theme song. Yeah. That was hard because I think he changed the key not to be the musician in the room. Okay, thank you. But yeah, we were all kind of like, what's going on? Mm. Yeah. it definitely was a little I can't confusing. Even get it in my head right now. No, no. I have the recording. If I feel adventurous, maybe we'll post it. Right. Um, but he, it was a song to the office theme that he sang, recapping everyone that worked in the da, office. Da, 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 but he did oh, it like there you lower. Go. Yes. Yeah, and like a weird. I was doing it in octave. Anyway, continue. Sorry. And I'm tone deaf, so it all cuckoo. sounded wrong. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> he did say, too, which I... It was so fun to be in a room full of Office fans. He didn't say that. I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> but I think there were a lot of people there that wanted him to just stand there and be Creed from The Office. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- there was a girl kind of in front of us that was like, we don't care about the songs. Talk about The Office. Yeah, and I almost threw my drink at her. And I wanted to trip her or <laughs> kick her or something. <laughs> Because you're not there. It wasn't an office event. It was a no. night with Creed Bratton. If you know him at all, you know he's a musician. And that's his one-man show. He's going to play music. Absolutely. It is it is. I think the part that they missed was at one point he did say all of those crazy stories that mm. he tells as Creed, most of them are his stories. Right, right. And so technically, you are there for a night with Creed Bratton from the show. You definitely are. You definitely are. Yep. Um... My favorite moment from the night, I have to say there were two. One was the girl standing on my left had just watched the show for the first time four months before that her boyfriend introduced her to it and surprised her with tickets to see Creed. And when when he did his final song of the night, she started sobbing uncontrollably. I didn't know the whole backstory. That's like giving me goosebumps everywhere. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's and really cool. and she was a shiro that night <laughs> because her boyfriend was like seven feet tall. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. And so they had this like clear little area, mm. and she kept telling all us shorties, short Go girls, to man. stand in front of her because they were tall. And she's like, "Come stand in front of me." Yeah. She pulling girls left and right. Come stand mm. here because yeah. it was standing only. Yeah. And then I think. I'm going to guess that this was both of our favorite moments. Yeah. Yeah. The final song he performed was the song that he played at the very last minute of the Office series finale. Mm. 
Yeah. And he told the story. He did. About how the producers brought him in and said, what do you want to do in the finale? And he said, I want to play this song. Yeah. He then didn't hear anything about it till the table read. And at the table read, he read in the script that he was going to sing the song and they had him play it and everyone was crying and all the executives were there crying. Yeah. And then he goes to play it for us and expects us all not to sit there crying. Seriously. Ugh. So that was definitely my, yeah, my highlight. Oh, that was amazing. From that. It really was. It was really cool. Yeah. And just hearing some of his stories and hearing him. (laughs) Well, so there was a part that I can think of (laughs) where he, turns into creed mm-hmm. remember that he literally yes. he's standing at the mic and he's just like all right hold on one second and he turns around and he's just like he starts kind of talking to himself and his arms are flailing around and he's just like you you see the body language completely change and he turns around and there's his face <laughs> and he's blinking he's doing the blinky thing like yep. the real crazed cuckoo with the big thing. smile yeah and what did he say i forget the quote but oh, it was, the, it was the witch thing in the 70s i made love to to many women yes. often outside it's possible a man slipped in that's there's right. no way of knowing that's right yeah, yeah so he did that for everyone so that they could have their yeah. creed moment and yep. i loved it and i was I'm awesome. so happy he picked that quote hell yeah that was, was such perfect. a good one and he threw in so many different ones too and he had little like jabs too he, he yeah. had little office jabs it was awesome yeah so going back to the office um we were a little we were trying to record last week from a car in the dark with a flashlight (laughs) yeah so we're gonna kind of get back on topic here um (laughs) we were discussing before we started recording the little opens before the opening scenes Mm. before the theme song plays and before the episode starts oh yeah that sometimes those little scenes are better than the sh- actual episode. Yeah. Sometimes they are funnier. Pure genius. And so we each picked our top three favorites. Yeah. Um, so do you want to start? I'll start. Sure. So um, in the episode where everything goes to complete shit and the fire alarm gets tripped because Dwight decides that he's going to give everybody a fire drill, but do it as Dwight can only do a fire drill. And slice a fire. Door handles. Yeah. Lights a fire in a trash can. And then heats up the door handles so that everyone thinks there's fire outside the walls. So everybody absolutely panics. And I forget that that episode, that's the opener. Right. That's just the first scene. The and rest it's of the episode perfect. is Stanley has a heart attack yeah. during that. And they try to do yoga and all that stuff. Yep. But this, the, the one like split little square second of Angela, save Bandit, throwing <laughs> Bandit up into the ceiling and like, every man for himself <laughs> and everyone's freaking out. Oh They're my God. They're trying to push the copier through the window. So good. Phone lines are dead, guys. What, what are, are you, you going to do? <laughs> Dwight is trying to like get them to understand. Nope. <laughs> Just complete chaos. So that's probably my number one because those two episodes are like golden. Yeah. So my number one is when it's actually Creed Bratton, when he, <laughs> when they just, they need an interim manager, Michael's left, Creed is, they say, who's the oldest, who's the employee that's been here the longest? Yeah. And Jim's like, yeah, I, I don't think we want to go that route. It's Creed. Yeah. And so he pulls up the next episode, he pulls up in a Porsche, <laughs> parks it like in the middle of the parking lot, just gets out of it, <laughs> tosses the keys behind him and says, keep it running. And walks <laughs> to in. No one, to no one. The There's way. no one there. The keys land on the ground. He walks in. And so then he calls. So he's in the conference room. Everyone's out in the pit, like the sales floor. Mm. 
he's in the conference room and there's like two <laughs> random people and he's like Sally, Betty, Freddie, Tony on this side, Carrie, Jim, Lisa, Meredith, and then it cuts to Jim doing his little like takeaway thing and he's dot he's got tears coming down and he looks up and he says. He never even called a meeting. <laughs> if you don't know those names, like, two of those people actually worked at the office. Yeah. Because he knows no one's... He doesn't know anyone's name. Right. He calls Meredith the redhead. Yes. And he calls Pam the receptionist. Yes. So that's my number one favorite. Fan-freaking-tastic. Oh, yeah. I love it. All What's right, your number so two? Next up is... The one that most people know, even if I feel like if you don't even watch the show, you've probably heard this line, but... Um, where Jim and Jim and Dwight sit across from each other. Well, did they at that time? They sat across at from each other. At that point, they did, yeah. Yeah. So he's sitting across from Dwight. He sits down, and he's wearing Dwight's mustard shirt. He's wearing a mustard tie. He's got his glasses on, just like Dwight. He slaps the briefcase down, cracks it open, takes out a bobblehead. He dresses the whole desk up like Dwight's. And then he's just like, which bears are best? And he's like, Jim, that's such a stupid question. I mean, what what are you doing? And he realized, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. And he, like, loses his <laughs> mind because Jim is pretending to be Dwight. And Dwight freaks out over it. And he hates it. And he goes, Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. And that is, like, the classic, like, line. And the best is when he's like, I was at the, I was at the um, drugstore the other day buying, like, laundry <laughs> detergent. And I saw... The watch, and for seven dollars more, I put together the whole outfit. Yeah. That one's hysterical. So good, when so freaking good. Dwight's no, every time he has an issue with Jim, he goes Michael. Michael. So before he even says it, Jim goes Michael. <laughs> so good. And then Dwight pretends to be him later yep. in the episode, the and he's just like all disheveled and like I can't show you because hey. you're listening to my voice. But his face is like he has all his like, hair all messy. He makes the face that yeah. Jim always makes at the camera. I'm Jim. <laughs> if you can see our faces right now, we're nailing it. We are. We look very, very spot on. My number two open is Recyclops. Yeah. Recyclops. So Woo. Recycling Day, Dwight started coming in as Recyclops to encourage everyone to recycle. Mm. And as they go on, as Recycle Story continues, he transitions from Recyclops to like Recyclops 2.0 and his armor gets bigger every yeah, year. Yeah. And then the Earth, ki- was it the Earth or his enemy kills his family? Yeah. And so then he he was on a mission to destroy earth he vows he vows yeah. to destroy earth and all its inhabitants yep. and that one i it's not even like an iconic scene or anything it's just <laughs> it oh, i just Dwight find it to be I think it is. so random mm-hmm. i think that's why i like it it's just really really random awesome. yeah <laughs> okay number three number three um we talked about it earlier but the the one where they all decide that they're gonna make a viral video yes. for youtube and they they set up all this choreography. They're all in costumes, you know, like again, random. It's so random. Yeah, so random. like the camera comes in and and they're videotaping and it gets completely destroyed. The, the best yeah. part is, I have to say, we yeah. have. I don't know how we even mentioned this. The best part is the person recording is Toby, right. who's the only one who doesn't. Nobody wants him in the video. Nobody wants Toby no, in the video. Absolutely not. Yeah. That and then awesome. Angela was like, I said I didn't want to be in this. Yeah, right, right, right. And she gets all mad. And then freaking Ryan with his wolf shirt, <laughs> and he whips around, and Kelly's like, what did I tell you? This is not what we And then Creed comes in, and he's, like, playing guitar, and he's like, wow, wow, wow. 
and he gets a beeper call and he's like hello and he like walks away and then michael with his magic and he's like his face facial expressions and then dwight just completely loses it jumps on the desk creates (laughs) destruction yeah Yeah. that one's awesome of course he did yeah all right my number three is jim prank jim has a dentist appointment and so as a prank he and pam have their friend who is played by randall park if you've ever seen fresh off the boat mm-hmm. i've never i've only watched like four episodes so i don't know his character's name but he's the dad in fresh mm-hmm. off the boat he goes in disguised not disguised but as jim and they yeah. changed all the family photos on his desk and jim he's he's calling himself jim and dwight's like what where's jim yeah. You're not Jim. And he's like, Dwight, it's me. Right. And he, so he's asking, like, trick questions, and he has all the answers yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's a friend of theirs who's an actor, and at the end of it, he's like, he's like, I know you're not Jim. And he's like, hey. And he goes, Jim's not Asian. And he's like, hey, Dwight, good for you not seeing color. Oh, my God. And that one I just think is hysterical. A, I love Randall Park. He's hysterical. Yes. Um, yeah. But the whole thing is. He has the photo. He has the, photos the photo with on the CC. Desk. I mean, they committed. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and then Pam even comes in and decides to say hi and give him a kiss on the cheek. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> Buddy's freaking out. We love him. He's a little psycho, but he's awesome. <laughs> if you didn't listen to the first episode, Buddy is my dog who is a little bit of an attention whore. And if he doesn't have your full attention, he lets you know. Yep. So he, he always hangs out with us. Um, so I briefly wanted to touch on before we get to pb and j um oh i have a fun trivia question for you so excited we haven't done any trivia this episode no we haven't it's trivia time i feel like it needs a right it needs an intro yeah we need to do that okay um can you name the fun run that michael organizes after Uh, he hits meredith with his car oh my it is like for the record miles long i couldn't i ended up having to google it so it starts with the name right so the meredith palmer no no all right so the dunder mifflin no no who is most important in michael's eyes himself of course <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait, so is that a trick question all right so I'm the michael cross Scott. off buzzwords as many words in it as you get yeah. even if they're not in order yeah and then we'll put it together so okay go for it all right the michael scott <laughs> um ah. you did have the ones you already said I'm they're all in there too Dunder, mifflin meredith so it's the michael scott dunder mifflin Meredith Palmer. No. Oh, okay. The Michael Scott Scranton. Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Oh my God, you guys. (laughs) This is really, really hard. Um, Okay. Dunder. No. (laughs) Michael Scott. Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Meredith Palmer. Yep. The best part is when. um, I (laughs) I think it's Pam who says she's not dead. So right, right, right. Oh, mm. Meredith Palmer Memorial yep. Fun Run for the Cure. Do they mention rabies in there? Yes, they do. Yep. Is so, it after for the Cure? Nope. Is it before? <laughs> no. It's not in there. It is. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, so I'm just going to give it to you. <laughs> All right. Michael right. Scott's Dunder Mifflin Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro-Am Fun Run Race for the Cure. There it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> the For the Cure was the last thing. The last part was for the How cure. How freaking crazy awesome is that? And I just thought that just was absolutely That's an awesome that. episode. It is an awesome episode. And Michael Scott decides that he's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and thinks because people that run marathons eat carbs before they go, but like the night before so that they can process said carbs because science. And he (laughs) ends up whipping out some fettuccine Alfredo and downing that thing all the way to the freaking (laughs) bone and running. And he has a rock in his stomach. He's sweating. He's looking horrible. Dwight was supposed to sabotage Toby. Yep. <laughs> and he ends up giving him what? Like a, di- not a diuretic. The office, one that, like something to bind him up. You know, I usually have to pee at this time, but I, I'm doing great. I'm making great time. So Toby's doing better. Michael Scott is failing miserably. And by the end of it, he's throwing up. So all because Michael hit Meredith with his car right. and broke her pelvis. Yes. And when she went to the hospital, they found out that she also had rabies. Yeah. So then Michael gets it in his head that he actually saved her life. Right. So he's like, here we go. He's a hero. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of that one is when he hires a nurse mm-hmm. to That's take exactly. the check. And it's the stripper that he hires. And I love that they use the same stripper yeah. every time. Oh, God, yeah. That, that's the best. What else is she doing? She's the, she's the stripper <laughs> on the office, obviously. She's just the stripper. She is. Which actually, that's what Michael calls her. Stripper. Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me, stripper, can I ask you a question? And she's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah. And the check itself costs like 200 bucks. Yes. So they only like end up giant donating check. like 100 bucks. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's perfect. So, speaking of Michael, I think the best part of the Office series finale was Michael showing up. Yeah, it was. That whole episode, the whole two episodes, I, really, I think it really is two was not the best series finale, in my opinion. Yeah. But it's in my top ten. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because Steve Carell showed up, and they kept it so under wraps that he was coming back. Yeah. So that part was awesome. Yeah. And the fact that his line was, that's what she said. Oh, so good. That was just... Dwight's wedding, too. Like, Dwight... Everything. Freaking, what is my word that I'm looking for? idolizes him yes. or whatever I'm trying to say. Loves him. Yeah. I think oh the my best God, word yeah. is loves. Yeah. He loves him. Mm-hmm. So then he shows up and he thought he was in Colorado. And it's like, it's like a sob freaking moment. And Jenna, uh, Pam is saying how Michael just was showing her photos of all his kids and he had to have two phones because he yeah. had so many pictures and he was just really happy to have a family plan. And she's like, and he's just, he's really happy. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. Every time. Honestly, best part of that whole finale. Nobody mentions the fact that when Michael shows up, he's a, kind of at the beginning of the Steve Carell babe phase. Woo! Silver Fox. if you haven't Googled Steve Carell recently, yeah. I recommend highly that you do mm-hmm. because... I saw a thing recently, and maybe we should post this on our Instagram story so people can see it, but um, Steve Carell, John Krasinski, and Rain Wilson all recently got beards, yeah. and it was kind of game changer moment yeah. for them, yeah, the beards. Yeah, they rock them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. So there's that. One thing we were talking about earlier before we started recording was 
that the other big thing in the finale is everyone got to watch the documentary. Yeah. yeah. And I can't help but thinking, this isn't something that is covered, but that how everyone on the show and all the people that had been on the show reacted watching it. Like, mm-hmm. Nellie kidnaps a baby, technically. Yeah, right, right. And now that's going to air. Everybody's Does, okay with this? Everyone's just okay with it. I was okay with it. I am <laughs> happy too. that she got the baby. Oh, God. No one That else made was me super happy. No. Ryan's baby, Drake. Mm-hmm. And then I, he ran away. That was actually probably my favorite part of... Not my favorite part. One of my favorite parts was when Kelly is like, oh my God, Robbie, look at this baby. Yeah. Her fiance, her husband, Robbie? No, fiance. they didn't get married. They didn't get think. married. I don't think so. Um, when <laughs> she's like, Rise a pediatrician and some of his babies are real uggos. And he's like, Yeet. honey, they're called premature. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Kelly, though. So Kelly. So superficial. I love so it. So good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Nellie, and Kelly was a real show core person, but Nellie... Yeah. Um, I had I wanted to talk about some of the characters that came in later mm. on the show that joined the cast that was pre-existing. Yeah. And on a lot of shows that is kind of, it's a risky move. Yeah. Because you never know if the person's going to be received well mm. or hated. Have longevity. Have, if people are going to even want them there. Yep. So I think Nellie is a controversial one. I actually got into a fight on Facebook one time with someone yeah. because they said, name an unpopular opinion. And Ooh. I put Nellie from The Office is awesome. Yeah, she is. Because she is. She is awesome. So I love Nellie. Most yep. people hated Nellie. Yep. Um, but there were some Aaron. Everyone loves Aaron, which yeah, yeah. makes me very happy to say because my name is Aaron, not that Hello. any other connection to her. But Aaron, everyone loved. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Pete. Yeah. Aaron's awesome eventual boyfriend i think um the whole transition with michael leaving and d'angelo vickers i know a lot of people don't like d'angelo vickers no and i didn't either and i'm such a huge will ferrell fan but Farrell, ferrell whatever i think ferrell it's the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable (laughs) (laughs) my only thing is i thought he was there too long yeah. I thought the interaction for the opening, that was another oh, opening. So when they good. are in the hotel. That's right. That's right. This is, okay, how did I not pick? This is my favorite. This oh is one God. of my all-time favorite so scenes. When Michael's, they're both sitting there talking, mm-hmm. and they're there to meet each other. Right. And they have no idea. Yeah. And Michael's telling him, I'm moving to Colorado, and Will is like, ah, yes, the Sunshine State. <laughs> Don't mess with Colorado. <laughs> and he's like, you gonna do some skiing? He's like, oh, no. I, um... I don't ski. It's astute. Everyone I know who skis is dead. <laughs> but I may try to luge. Once you luge, you never go back. Or something don't like say, that. Uh, I don't want to end up like Sonny Bobo. Sonny, yeah. You don't want to end up like Sonny Bobo. <laughs> yeah. And the, he starts it off. Michael starts the whole thing off by saying to D'Angelo Vickers. Yeah. He orders a drink. He says, oh, don't tell, it's, don't tell my fiance I'm drinking on a Wednesday. And he says, Haha, I won't. I don't know her. <laughs> And it's just delivery like, is so good. But I do think they could have ended it there. Yeah. Like he, the oh. whole. No, I did like them all. Tr- sort of at first liked them sort of kissing up to him and yes. seeing what came out of each character. <laughs> yes. For that. But we didn't need to continue. That. No. We just didn't. No. But I love that they had, they organized the um, 
Seasons of Love that they mm. sang for Michael. Oh, that was awesome. That, that was, made me cry. Yeah. Cry that was um, awesome. So yeah. I think D'Angelo was an if. He was an iffy one. An yeah. If, he was a major if. Yeah. When they, when they call each other from across the bar and... <laughs> they're on the phone with each other and they're like why can I hear your voice I can, I, I can hear, hear you um, uh, are, are you oh so and then they good. put it together it's awesome yeah yeah that's a good one so I know last week we mentioned that we were going to talk this week about Jim and Pam mm-hmm. uh, and I think I mentioned last week that I may or may not be the biggest not be the biggest Jim and Pam fan right um, apparently I can't talk today. I'm going to blame How are you? Mercury nice being in retrograde. Yes, that's what I'm blaming on everything. See? <laughs> I'm backwards just like Mercury is. Um, I, I like Jim and Pam because I like that they showed a real couple having real problems. Truth. But I also thought that the problems they were having were mostly because Jim was just being a big old butthead. Completely agree. So I was going to let you kind of roll it back, Jim mm. and Pam, the beginning and I just like kind of give the synopsis of Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam professional. I'm leaving it up to somebody who at least likes them early days. I do. <laughs> well, I, I got I rooted for them. So um, I, where do you even begin? So they meet each other, right? We're not sure when. Right. Because, because there's all kinds of plot major holes. Major plot holes. Right. Because one says you were here when I got here. One says the same. On your first day. Right. 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 When Pam walks him to his desk. Yeah. And then he says, I knew on her first day. Yeah. So uh, if anyone, side note, anyone who doesn't know me personally <laughs> may not know I am a plot hole fiend. Yeah. I find plot holes in anything and everything. You find plot holes in my apparent plot holes. Yes. Seriously. I come up with one. I'm like, I finally got one, Erin. Here it is. And you're like, well. Actually. Here's how this actually works. <laughs> so anyway, Jim and Pam. If you've never watched the show, they met each other at some apparent time in the office. Pam is the receptionist. Jim is a sales rep. He sells paper. And they sit perfectly diagonal from each other. So all the interactions are either facial expressions. He comes over, leans on her desk. He comes over, sits on his desk. But Pam he, he at the time. He sits on his desk. He, she, she comes over and sits on his <laughs> desk. Hi. She is engaged at the beginning of this. Mm, yes. And Roy. yeah, that's Roy. And they play him up to be a douche tool. You know, I just want to hang out with my bros, man. Yeah, Yeah, like, you hate him, obviously, right off the bat, because that's how they built him. unpopular opinion, I always loved Roy. You loved him, right, but then you kind of have potential for later. Right. Because they show you why you had, yeah, seen that. It wasn't for Pam. No. They did not work. They did not work. They were not a good couple. Yeah, but unfortunately. So, basically, Jim flirts, Pam flirts back, Roy gets pissed at one point because he's obviously flirting with Pam. Absolutely. Jim ends up kissing Pam. That was a huge deal because she got, like, she was on the phone with their mom, right? Yeah. she calling her saying, I have these feelings and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, Because she was engaged. And that was really complicated. call off the wedding because of Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Because of it. Yeah. And never, okay, this is a plot hole that I can't stand. Do it. It, Not a plot hole, just a question. (laughs) She calls off her engagement for the guy and then... Sorry, if you can hear that, I'm tossing <laughs> treats for Buddy so that he doesn't bark at me for not holding him. Um, she calls off her, her 
wedding for mm-hmm. this guy and then doesn't even call him to like to just to talk like right. their friendship falls apart yeah so that always bugged yeah, they me they finally like, talk to each other and it's so awkward it's because so awkward he ends up getting sent to new york right nashua. as soon as she no holly's nashua he's in no he ends up in connecticut connecticut i'm yes. so sorry connecticut. i thought it was new york this whole time really I don't no, know. He's maybe in not. Mercury in retrograde. Yeah, but we're gonna blame Mercury. Every time for that. I f up, that's what's gonna, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be it. So, Mercury, it's Mercury. Uh, so yeah, he moves away, thinking that their possibility of being together is completely over. He has nothing left in Scranton, is exactly what he says. So he goes and I he nothing left there. Yeah, nothing. Such mm. a crybaby. See. <laughs> I do agree with you, though. There's so many times where Jim just drives me freaking crazy. I wouldn't be able to handle that. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, they... How does it continue? He ends up... Basically, he ends up dating someone else. Dating Karen. Karen. Karen Filippelli. Filippelli. Right. Because it's Italian. (laughs) It's really not. Um, And we talked about Karen last week. I love Karen. I thought she received so much negativity just because she wasn't Pam. Right. Um... But they end up, they end up married. Long story short, series of wait, events, Jim and Pam. we need to talk about Pam's development though, right? I think we need to talk about that. The way that Pam, in between there, found yes. herself. Yes, is she, all I'm she saying. decided to no longer just be complacent. Yeah. She wants. She started sticking up. You're right. She started she sticking up for her herself. Yep. She walked on hot coals. Bought new clothes. Mm-hmm. She spoke her mind yep. um, at the bar. I think a big one was when she was given a light beer, a beer, and she said, no, this was supposed to be light. And yeah. it was like a moment of pride for her. Yeah. And she started looking into art school. So you're right. We did. We shouldn't have skipped over that. Oh, that's um, Because then it leads into Jim being like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I made a mistake yeah. coming yeah. back and saying... Do you have plans for dinner? And she thought he was gone for good. Yeah. And he asked her out for dinner yeah. on a date. And, and her she... face. Oh, my God. She was yes. so happy. And the early days of dating, they're adorable. Oh, my God. They're adorable. Yeah. But one of my biggest issues with with Jim specifically is that he makes literally every single decision in their lives mm. without her. Mm-hmm. He decides everything for her yeah. and then gets mad when she isn't, like, 100% yeah. like on board right and it all kind it's of huffy like a little teenager. yeah yeah and it all kind of compiles into athlete or athlete or whatever the heck the name is the right. company he starts in yep. philly mm-hmm. without talking to her mm-hmm. he invests their life savings without talking to her yeah he tells the company he's gonna move to philly without talking to her yes. and then when he finally talks to her she tells him i don't want to live in philly you right. never asked me i my life is here yeah and a lot of people online, I've found, think that she was being selfish and ungrateful. <laughs> I could not disagree more. And I, I just, she is absolutely in the right. If you put yourself in her position, your partner has never made a decision with you on anything. Yes. Okay, even their wedding. He yeah. booked the tickets for the, the yeah, boat without yeah. telling her. Yep. I mean, everything, every big decision, he makes himself. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, like, it it just gets <laughs> worse from there because then they start fighting more and she kind of leans on another guy for a little while. She leans on Brian. Just for, like, support, not yeah, even right. romantic. But then he has the nerve to get jealous. Right. Even though he hasn't freaking been there emotionally right. or anything. He yells at her for not recording a mm. dance recital. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he was the one that missed it. Yeah, he's kind of a little abusive. I'm not going to use that word. But he's, like, a little bit 
manipulative. Manipulative is the right word. Because then, bam, I made you a I made you a DVD of all the reasons Which why I love you. He didn't actually have to do shit. No, he had the the crew make it. Yep. And he just took all the glory for it because then she was like, oh, yeah, you do love me. And then they were fine. And then everything was fine. And she sold the house and they moved to Austin Austin to do mm-hmm. athlete, which, okay, if she didn't want to move to Philly, what, the what is she happened? doing moving to See, this Austin? Is, this is why I feel like. Yeah. So it's, psychoanalysis of Jim and Pam for you all. Is that they're just pretty unhealthy. Case. Yeah. Yeah, they're not great. But Cece P.P. Kaka is really cute. <laughs> Dwight can never remember their daughter Cece's name, and he calls her Cece P.P. Uh, and Kaka at one point, but mm-hmm. that's my favorite. Um, how's What's your daughter's name again? P.P.? And Jim goes, Peepa. <laughs> Peepa. How's Peepa? <laughs> so that's Jim and Pam. I promised you guys we'd cover Jim and Pam. Yes, um, right. I know everyone who's a, an Office fan who listens to this is going to be like, what? Sorry. Hopefully you see our side of things a little bit. We've watched it a few times, so I think maybe we start to We're kind, kind of, of look into it. Yeah, the more you watch more. it, the more Jim mm. kind of just... But no. he is funny. Like, if oh, you I take... I Jim. I love Jim. Yeah. And that's the weirdest thing, yeah, is that... complicated. You love Jim. Could I date Jim? 100% no. Never. Nope. I would... Be very good friends with him, though. I would have put him in Jello. Yes. I would have put him in Jello. Yeah, I'd wrap him Probably in. couldn't work with him either, because he's extremely disruptive to the office. Yeah, no. He is... Kind of like a teenage boy. <laughs> yeah. Fun for a little Fun. while. And then you're like, yeah. But you don't actually want to spend any real time with them. No. No. <laughs> no. Because especially he's a slob. Too. Yes. But we know he's a slob. And he's that. a bad roommate. Mm-hmm. So just a random thought. And we'll wrap it up here because we're kind of at that 30 minute mark. Is um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If they were ever to have had Michael's mom and Jeff, his stepdad, be on the show, mm-hmm. I would cast. And I want, if you listen, please jump on our Instagram. Tell us what you think, if you agree or disagree. But I think the perfect person for his mom would have been <laughs> Sally Field yes. and his stepdad, Jeff, Ted Danson. Yeah. Because Jeff was always, like, trying to be, like, dad right right like taking him to baseball games yeah let's rock and roll folks you know like he does that kind of stuff yes (laughs) so that's just a random thought that i felt like the world needed to know yeah um did you watch anything good this week this week i've still been watching vampire diaries okay but i downloaded disney plus me too you did too and i am a major disney fan so i was extremely overwhelmed i was up until 2 30 in the morning i went from gargoyles to x-men to Tangled to Hercules. Love to, it. Oh my god, I was all over the place. We have been binging Disney Nature. Ooh. Have you watched Disney Nature at all? Of course I have. Okay, Bears. Bears. Narrated by John C. Riley. Oh, I never watched that one. Crying. Ugh. I cried the whole time. Love it. Um, when Scout, the baby bear, gets trapped in the water. No, and, Scout. Oh my god. Up and down. There were ups and there were downs. There were moments where I thought they weren't going to make it. This sounds horrible. It was amazing. Okay. And the cinematography is beautiful. And John C. Riley's hysterical. Mm. And then we watched Monkey Kingdom, <laughs> which was Tina Fey narrating. Yeah, I love her. And it was hysterical. And there were some, you know, some highs and some lows. But it was following the social climbing of this <laughs> monkey, Maya, who was lowborn no. on the tree. Yeah. And it was the most 
in I learned so much. Yeah, so if yeah. you're looking for something, download Disney Plus. If you have Verizon Wireless Unlimited, yeah. you can get it for one year for free. Yeah. Go on your My Verizon app, enroll, and you'll get an email. Which is why it's crashing so much, but yes. it is what it is. Yeah, I couldn't watch we it today because it was glitching. We struggle and we love it when we finally get it. It just makes it more awesome. Yes. Later. What did I watch this week? I watched... I've been watching some Schitt's Creek because I love Schitt's Creek. Oh. Um, we'll definitely cover Schitt's Creek at some point yeah. on here. Yeah. Um, I've been continuing to watch every week Legacies, mm-hmm. um, which is the Vampire Diaries spinoff. Mm-hmm. Once Kelsey wraps up Vampire Diaries, which we're getting close. So close I'm on season five, not Yay. 15. Not 15. Or not Yeah, 15. she told me earlier. I'm on season... I'm almost done with season 15, and I'm like, oh, Mercury. What? Mercury. Yep. Episode 15 of yes. season five. Um, we'll cover Vampire Diaries. I'm thinking next week we're going to actually cover Gossip Girl. Yeah, we can do that for real this For real time. this time instead of telling you guys that we're doing Gossip We're like actually going to cover Gossip Girl. Um, start watching. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And yep. we have a lot of opinions and oh, a lot of so thoughts. So many. Yep. Um, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yep. Um, send us your requests. BingeChicks at Yahoo.com. Follow us on Instagram. And tune in next week. And binge on. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, guys. Bye.